Yo, what's up, guys? Ruption here, and welcome back to another video. As today is season three, episode four of the hot take. Once again, I am joined by my lovely co host, M Steps. Hey, what's up, Nick? You know, we're kind of doing this, you know, it's kind of getting repetitive. We're getting into the rhythm of this, you know, we're kind of consistent with it, you know, we're it's kind of having we're kind of having fun now with it, you know. I'm glad to we, we do this now. Yeah, and uh, obviously this is our first episode as members of Trivec. Ooh, that is true. I forgot to mention that. You know, I haven't uploaded my video video yet, Nick, but um, that will be coming out soon. Of yeah, um, we joined an org called Trivec, Trivec Gaming. If you guys have not checked it out, links will be in the description. I'm sure, uh, something will come up on the screen about Trivec. You know, their Twitter page, whatever. But yeah, so we are Trivec members. Yeah, uh, I guess to get started with this episode, uh, it was uh, this past Monday that uh, personally, one of my favorite Call of Duty players of all time, uh, Scump, announced his official retirement uh, from competitive Call of Duty after 12 professional years, 97 events, 30 tournament wins, and a 1.02 CDL KD. Yeah, uh, it was a very tough day for a lot of people. You know, um, a lot of old heads are kind of retiring now, and Clayster is like one of the last ones up. I guess you can consider methods too, but um, yeah. And Slasher and Attack. Yeah. I, yeah, those guys, I mean, those guys were kind of like the Gen 2 ish, but yeah, I mean, they're still up there though. But yeah, Scump, I mean, one of the best to ever do it. I mean, it was such a emotional day for a lot of people, for sure. I was at work, and I I remember texting you saying Scump retired, and you're like, no way. And then yeah, no, I didn't. That. I didn't see. It. I wasn't on Twitter or anything. So, and then I was like, wait, what? Like, I saw that, and I was like, no way. Like, my heart actually dropped, though. Like, I was like, no. I only knew because of Dashie's tweet, <clears throat> and then I saw. I went to Scump. And I saw that video. I was like, damn. So, Nick, you know, speaking about Scump, why don't you share, you know, one of your fondest memories, <laughs> obviously meeting him in person, but, you know, one of his gaming moments or, you know, even meeting him in person, cool story you can tell. Uh, Yeah, so I actually got to, you kind of mentioned one of them. I got to meet him in Minnesota. Awesome, awesome opportunity. Uh, We were, <laughs> I was actually saying I need to get a picture with Scump this weekend. I need to get a picture with Scump. And I was actually at the food court at the venue and uh, my friends come running down the hallway saying scumps with his friends, scumps with his friends. And I didn't know it was methods and a bunch of other people as well that were there. I go up to him like, Hey, scump, can I get a picture? Got a picture with him. Methods, of course, being the person that he is, he's like, Bruce, he wants a picture with scump and not me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was an awesome opportunity. Uh and he complimented the uh, Vendetta jersey. It was pretty cool uh, to have him do that as well. Uh, and then I was actually in the bathroom, and he walks in. He's like, <laughs> he goes into the bathroom like that. I'm like, bro, that is scump. Uh, but my favorite gaming moment, it's hard. It's in between him winning champs in 2017 uh, or what he obviously doesn't like this clip. Uh, the bow down to me. 
uh, with Yemen Hardpoint back in Black Ops 2. Obviously the same game that he said, who's the best in the game, damn it. Uh, yeah, he had an amazing career. Uh, Mike, what about you? Ah, oh, man, dude, there are so many that put a smile on my face. But, you know, the one that really comes to my mind is um, more recent, actually, of Formal and Scump on Chicago Huntsman on land versus Dallas Empire when after they beat Dallas, they the formal and scum, they let them know, man. And, you know, I was so hyped after seeing that, like they were like scump, even though he was still like pretty, pretty old, like getting up there, you know, he still had that fire and passion in him. Um, trying to think of another moment that he had that I really liked. Um, probably, uh, advanced warfare. I don't know if you remember the clip that it wasn't like him, like doing anything, but it was just him popping off. Like it was insane. Yeah. I, I forgot the map and who they were playing. Um, he went. He went like a multi kill, and it was just insane. Oh, another one I like. Uh, mentioning AW, the let's go, Matthias. Oh yeah, man. dude. How do I forget that? <laughs> no way. I forgot about that. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, that was such a funny clip. Yeah, man. I love Scump. I mean, he's been the number one player. Like I first watched when getting into Call of Duty. So he's been like my. You know, if if your childhood wasn't Scump videos and Black Ops Two <laughs> of sweat banning and like. Oh, other road to 100 and all. yeah like stuff like that like dude it was just a different era man like scump was you know my favorite player i love that guy you know finding out that their scuff house was 40 minutes from me or like 30 <laughs> minutes from me pissed me off then when i found out years later but yeah man i mean scump had a great career like from what he was to now what he is it's and it's incredible it's it's weird to think he was the last of the dynasty and the dynasty players all retired in back to back to back to back years. Karma and MW, who is my favorite player of all time, uh, formal after Cold War, Crim Six after Vanguard, and now Scump and MW two. I don't know about you, but when I saw that though, of all of them retired, I was like, "Dang, like that." That kind of like old. we are getting old. That kind of. Uh... That kind of hit me. I was looking at that. I was like, dang, man. Like, what's going to happen, man, when Clayster's gone and, every, like, you know what I mean? Like, like the uh, old heads such as, like, nowadays, like, methods attached. Like, what's going to happen, dude? Like, I don't know. I'm just look. I'm curious about that. Now, if we get scumped to the 100,000 sub train that he said that the Dynasty will play one Challenger Cup all together in mw2 so and it, karma was standing right sitting right there on the optic podcast but obviously we could talk about scump all day but the hot take sure. is about the cdl uh we're going to get straight into these uh matches obviously if you guys didn't see the last episode we were predicting some of these matches we were reviewing some of these matches we're going to predict some of the matches that we already predicted in the past might be different series score obviously if you guys don't know our point system as well we come up with a hot take every episode currently i am absolutely shitting on mike uh i'm up four to one in the series uh being two for two on series count and winner mike has only gotten one with a winner not the series count so he he's looking to make it interesting I'm feeling this week, Nick. I'm feeling this week, man. You're I'm feeling, feeling this week. week. Yeah, right. I'm I'm pretty confident, you know. I'm I'm hoping this is my week, but you know what guys, you guys should comment 
Let me know what your guys' hot takes are. So that way, maybe in the future, I will take some of them as reference or help because I certainly need it being down four to one right now. Somewhere the points will be on the screen. I don't know where, but we'll have it up. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm down bad. So without further yeah. ado, Nick, you know, let's let's t- like kind of talk about the matches that happened this week or past week because yeah. they were kind of interesting. So obviously we start off with the New York subliners beating Florida Mutineers three to one. Uh, New York just looked on fire. They came out frying in the hard point. I believe they absolutely smoked Florida on the hard point. Um, Florida really didn't stand a chance against New York. Yeah, no, there was nothing, nothing Florida really can do like with being as bad in respawns as they are. You know, in general, they're just an S and D team. So I mean, maybe steal a respawn, but they're they're terrible in hard point overall, which really cost them in a lot of these series. But yeah, going on to the next one was Seattle Surge losing three two to Optic Texas first match without Scump. Uh, I'll let you go first. Where the fuck did Illy come from? <laughs> Honestly, mm-hmm. Illy coming out with the snipes, Illy. Absolutely frying and respawn. Where has this been for Illy? Illy has been a player that's kind of been on the low end of things, but he came out frying this match. Yeah, I got to say, you know, I was really surprised with the new Optic roster. This was probably one of their hardest weeks and matches. And with the new roster, with the situation they just got out of, the the amount of practice they had, I definitely thought they were going to struggle. But that was just not the case for them. Uh, Hook and Shanti were playing insane. They playing off each other really well. Dashi and Illy doing their thing. I mean, S&D, though, um, I'm trying to remember if it was... Was it against Seattle that they struggled a bit or yeah. I think map two, right? Yeah, map two and but they clutched up in map five. So I mean tip, you know, tippable. Yeah, next we go on to the Los Angeles Thieves against Toronto Ultra. Scrap had an eleven KD in S and D. He went eleven and oh in the S and D against LA Thieves. Yeah, the Thieves uh, were kind of in shambles due to Kenny being ruled out due to illness and Capsidal from Boston Breach last year stepped in as a sub for them, and it didn't matter. I mean, they got handled by Toronto Ultra, who top probably top three to four in the game right now, you know? So, I mean, there's nothing really to that series. Kind of unfortunate for Thieves, but at the same time, they're just average, in my opinion. I don't know what the situation will be for them going forward, in terms of structure, because, you know, if you look at Thieves, what is like a dominant game mode for them? They're all pretty, they're all average. I mean, in my opinion, I wouldn't say any exactly game mode is dominant from them. None stands out. So, I mean, going against this Toronto team, there was kind of no, no chance for them, you know, with how strong Toronto is. Yeah. Uh, going on to the next match, Boston Breach versus Vegas Legion. Vegas just looked lost in respawn. Uh, yeah. I mean, Boston, you know, this match was closer than what the scoreline says. I mean, a lot of things came down to like the very last seconds in that map four specifically when Boston won mm-hmm. it, like spawns on hydro were just insane, breaking it down. Like the, you don't, if, if 
temp on P3, I believe, if he, he moved up and he didn't uh, block the spawns in the back, you know, Boston started spawning there. And then the last um, Ruins Hill is like a race because, you know, Boston players were spawning up and then Vegas the pair, uh, players were spawning behind them. So it was like a race. And it was like these little things with spawns kind of screwed Vegas. So that's unfortunately why they lost map four. Uh, the search and destroy, though, I mean, I got to say Vegas, definitely one of the best in the game. TJ is doing his thing and yeah. they look so comfortable and they're like, what on like 11 and one in their last searches or something like that. Like they have, like, they have like an insane record. Yeah. I'd say it's 11 and one, I think, or 12 but and one. if they can just win a damn respawn, man, like win a respawn. Like, I mean, their hard points are kind of getting better because they're not getting fully blown out. Like it's just these little things that kind of turn the game. But other than that though, I mean, Vegas don't look bad. It's just little things like that. If they can get a respawn, win a hard point, you know, they might they might be in business. Yeah, next next match is the LA Thieves versus the London Royal Ravens. And we've been saying this for a while. Give Asim some help. Honestly. He, he even though he didn't have the best performance in this match, you still gotta help him out. I mean, this was my hot take, Nick. Obviously, you know that last episode and i had london 3-2 i believed in the paul x coming in and hopefully making something happen in respawn and it just didn't happen for them i mean nothing went well in this series at all yeah seam popped off in this series again no help i i don't know what else to say for london other than blow it up i mean there's just nothing there yeah next was my hot take Toronto Ultra losing 3-1 against Optic Texas. I predicted it perfectly. And uh, how about Illy dropping 37 kills without even calming on map, on map 4 Embassy to win it 3-1 in the Toronto Ultra facility? You know, when Scrap shot Shotzi's body... I don't know why he did that. I mean, you know, especially being down 2-1 in the series, but like, dude, I the, I don't understand how you predicted this series because Toronto, knowing Toronto, like this new optic team just came in and like smoked them. They just they smoked them. I mean, it wasn't even close. I mean, besides the control that Toronto took in a, I think 3-2. But other than that though, like the respawns from Optic and Toronto's pretty good at respawn. Like, mm -hmm. I just, I don't understand what happened to Toronto this series. Maybe just an off series, to be honest, but Optic they did have really they good. They had Illy in the Toronto facility because you want to know what they said. They don't see Optic as a threat. And guess what? Optic comes in, Illy drops 37 in hard point <laughs> without even calming, and they just blow him out the water. And also, he came out with the snipes. They have won 52% of the rounds that Illy has a snipe in his hand. And when he doesn't, they only win 37%. Wow, that's a big stat. I didn't even know that, to be honest. Yeah. Next one is, I think none of us predicted, the Minnesota Rocker beating Atlanta Phase 3-0. I, I just think that this was such a slow series from FaZe. Like, they couldn't get anything going, so Rocker kind of just handled business the way it should have went. But 
you know, I, I don't think anything of it, to be honest, of phase like this is an eye opener for Rocker either because of the future series we'll get to. But yeah, I don't know. I don't really care about this series, to be honest. Like it's nothing really meaningful for either team. So they finally won a map one hard point. <laughs> finally. After how long? Seriously. You can celebrate all you want. Oh, we beat Atlanta phase 3-0. You're still one of the worst teams in the league. Next one is the London Royal Ravens against the Vegas Legion. London coming out winning 3-1. And once again, Vegas is looking good in S&D, but lacking on the respawn. Yeah, it's just, yeah, once again, response for Vegas just is not going to happen. I don't know what their deal is, but yeah, I mean, London got a, a series win finally. It's about time. But other than that, though, there's nothing really to this series. I mean, it's just like whatever. Same things for both these teams. Yeah, next is the Los Angeles Gorillas giving a reality check to the Minnesota Rocker winning 3-1. Fun fact about this series, this is LAG's first franchise win against Minnesota Rocker. Hmm. From how many years they've been in the both of them have been in the CDL. This is their Since first the win. First year. They were mm-hmm. both teams in the original year. And huh. it was Rocker again, not winning map in map one and two. I this is also where the CDL had some technical difficulties with the stream crashing, and I don't even know what happened to be honest, but we didn't even see map four, but yeah, once again, map one and two, they just didn't, didn't come out. Yeah. And then I think I, I definitely didn't see this happening. Uh, New York subliners losing three, two against Atlanta phase. I mean, New York just couldn't clutch up when they needed to, honestly, they Absolutely needed to clutch some of these rounds in map five. They weren't able to, unfortunately. Atlanta phase comes out 3-2. Yeah, I mean, map four and New York just absolutely wiped them. It wasn't even close, 250-96. to Um, Simp had a really bad series overall. He had a couple bad maps too. Uh, Slasher as well, but when they needed to turn around, they started to turn around and they picked up momentum and yeah, I guess they were able to do it. Yep. Especially now, being, oh, sorry, I was going to mention, especially being down, I think it was 2-0 in that control. Slasher and Simp were absolutely getting worked, but they turned it around. Yep. And now into our predictions. First off is Florida Mutineers versus London Royal Ravens. I'm sorry, I want to give London the game, but if they keep this roster with nasty uh ASIM and all of them, I don't think they're going to win against Florida. I'm taking Florida 3-2. I'm going to take Florida 3-1. I think mm, I think Florida may take the S&D control, and I, you know, I got them winning at least one hard point, so hopefully they can do that. Next is the Vegas Legion versus New York Subliners. I have New York Subliners winning 3-1. I think Vegas, of course, will take the S&D. Yeah, I'm with that as well. Atlanta phase versus Los Angeles Gorillas. And uh, let me just double check. This is indeed. This is my hot take. <laughs> um, I have LAG beating 
uh, phase three, two. That's my hot take of this episode. Very nice. Uh, my prediction for that match, I got phase three, one. Um, I just think phase will come out a lot stronger than what they did last week. And so, yeah. Next is the LAG versus Toronto Ultra. I got Toronto winning 3-1. Also, too, LAG is undefeated in, with this new roster in hard points. So will FaZe give them their first loss in hard point? We'll see. Uh, yeah, going into this next series, too, Toronto. I got Toronto winning 3-1. I think this is going to be a really rough week for LAG just because of the competition. So, yeah, this is going to be their biggest test. But I got Toronto 3-1. I got uh, the next one, Vegas Legion versus Optic Texas. You know, Optic's been looking good in S and D. I got Optic taking the series three zero. I got three one. I'll take Vegas in the search. I think they are just really dominant, and Optic is still kind of learning and seeing how they want to play. So for that reason, three one. Next is the Boston Breach versus the Florida Mutineers. All right, Nick, get the pencil and paper out. It's my turn. This is my hot take. I got Florida in this series 3-2. I think they beat Boston. I think they Neslo them, as a matter of fact, but don't 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 write that down that specific. But I got 3-2. <laughs> that would be really unfortunate if I really called 3-2, but they don't Neslo. But I think that's what's gonna happen. But I got Florida 3-2 and anyway. So Yeah, I got uh I'll go the other way. Boston 3-2. Next is the New York Subliners versus the Seattle Surge. Rematch from Major One Finals. I have, first, I have New York winning 3-1. I will also... Mm, I mean, I'm taking New York, but it's just a matter if I want to go 3-1 or 3-2 here. I know Seattle can't play Surge, so... It's a matter of these respawns. Can Seattle win a hard point I th- against a New York team like this? Depending if, on the map if, and the vetoes. I'll if say Sib New- is playing bad, then no. Absolutely I'll say, not. I'll say New York 3-2. I think they get a map favor. We'll see. All right. Next is the Minnesota Rocker versus the Seattle Surge. I got Seattle winning 3-0. Oh. Um, I think, yeah, Seattle, I think will win 3-0 as well. I think they'll come out from that New York series really hot. LA Thieves versus the Boston Breach. I have Boston winning 3-1. Whether Kenny's playing, either way, I still see Boston winning the series. I think Boston will win 3-1 as well. LA Thieves might steal a respawn. We'll see. Not the search. Now a match that I definitely want to watch, but I'll not be home unfortunately is optic texas versus atlanta phase um Hmm. i i'm gonna i'm gonna personally take Ooh, i wanted to say phase honestly i think i think with how optic is playing and how poorly a phase did play even though I did say phase will bounce back against lag i think i'm gonna take optic here at least three two 3-1. 3-1. I think Optic is that confident right now. I really do. And I think FaZe is kind of on a decrease. Let, let's just put this out here, right? Illy will most likely be back at uh, the downtown offices playing with the team during this time. So you have all four players sitting next to each other with XZO 
in the building with Dashi. And I think Hook's been playing amazing. I think Shotzi's been playing amazing. Dashi, he's been doing his thing, not really in the stat wise, but definitely helping the team out. And Illy, Illy came out of nowhere. If Illy plays like he did against Toronto, I'm taking Optic 3 0. Wow, 3 0. So is that your final prediction? Yeah. Wow. Okay. I'll, I'll take Optic 3 0. All right. We'll see uh, how these matches turn out this coming weekend. I'm sure there'll be some banger matches. But, you know, as always, Nick. Thank you guys for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe. Make sure to go subscribe to M Steps' channel. Uh, links to that will be in the description. Also, go follow him on social media. Links to that will also be down in the description. And as M Steps said, links to Trivec Gaming will be down in the description as well. Make sure to go check us out. This Sunday, uh, we are also going to be doing a special episode of the TriCast. We will be having the LAN champions of the Cheetawonga 2.5K LAN in Kexrat, Llama, Strezzy, and Stunagoat that re- that represented Tribec. We will be having those guys on the podcast. And we might have a special guest in Cheetawonga as well in that podcast as well. So super excited for that. Stay tuned for that. And uh, see ya.